This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. Welcome back, my friends, to the Gratitude Journal Podcast, where here in Northeast Ohio, it is very wintry after having a couple of really 50 and mid-50 degree days. We're back to a little bit of blowing snow, a little bit of sleet, maybe the possibility of some freezing rain landing on top of that sleet and that little bit of snow and more over the next couple of days. Pretty typical for mid-January. So we're hunkered down in the basement layer and reflecting a little bit on beer. <laughs> Why would we be reflecting on beer in the middle of a wintry Friday afternoon when there's work to be done and time for relaxation is really several hours away? It reminds me that a lot occurred this week, and the biggest thing that occurred would be that I lost a client. And whenever a client emails me, they used to call, but now they they email. They haven't gone to the text, fire you by text yet, <laughs> but many of them drop an email. And really, the email that notified me that that particular client that I work with was quote-unquote, going in another direction was really as a result of my email inquiring about their particular situation. Because in the world of broadcasting, there were several mass firings this week. A large company, iHeartMedia, decided to reorganize the structure as to how they do things. And that resulted, as it normally does, in a number of people losing their jobs. So I, one of my clients is an iHeartMedia client. And when I saw published lists of the people who had been let go, I did not see this particular person's name on the list. So I really had no intention other than to inquire about this person's status. So after hitting send on the email, a couple of hours had passed, and all of a sudden I realized that I had suddenly received an email response from this person. And he started out his note by saying that he was fine, that there was, at least at that point in time, a future for him with that radio station and that he was okay and thanks for checking in. And then in the second paragraph, it was, by the way, so that you don't hear this from someone else. And then, of course, I knew what was happening. That probably in the shuffle and the reorganization, they decided that, you know what, it's just kind of a good time to reassess where we sit with our marketing and our branding and the audio sound of our station. And maybe it's just time to go in another direction. And so I was thanked. 
and complimented on my professionalism and complimented on my willingness to, quote-unquote, do what it takes to get it done. And let's stay in touch. It reminds me of a client I had several years ago where I was working on helping them with their social media platforms. And I'm not sure why this always tends to happen either before or directly after the holidays, but that seems to be the M.O. And she didn't fire me in a text. She didn't fire me in an email. She didn't even fire me in a phone call. She fired me in a Christmas card. (laughs) I got a Christmas card, and it said, I hope you and your wife have happy holidays. By the way, we just don't have the budget anymore to use your services, so thank you for everything you've done for us. (laughs) I literally dropped the card on the floor. I mean, I had experienced being let go on a variety of levels and in a variety of ways, but quite honestly, it never happened in a Christmas card. So these things happen. And I have to admit that I get pretty bummed out when it happens because replacing lost work and replacing established clients, as anyone who is in business for him or herself will tell you, can sometimes take effort. And obviously losing clients means losing income. So I was bummed out. And Combined with the really sad news about so many people losing their jobs and losing my client and the nastiness of the weather and the fact that lately I've had to work a part-time job and I had to go in pretty late uh, in the afternoon And I was notified that I had to stay till closing. And in the part-time job that I work, it's a restaurant environment. And it also includes alcohol being consumed on premise. So if people are still consuming alcohol and the restaurant is technically closed, we're really not obliged to kick people out. So they can continue to help themselves to the self-service tap room long after the restaurant is closed. And that's what happened that night. People were sort of hanging out. And I have a certain amount of duties that I need to do. And I can't do some of those duties as long as customers are on premise. So I spent a good hour, hour and a half trying to prepare for when they would leave so that I could 
do the duties I needed to do as quickly as possible so I could go home. And since starting this job, the worry and the stress and the concern is there because my wife has Alzheimer's. And I have to repeatedly check in with her while I'm away to make sure that she's okay and doesn't have a concern, doesn't have a question. And what has been our standard order of business so far is that after serving people beer and talking about beer uh, all evening, I'm thirsty for a beer (laughs) because I really enjoy it. Just one, just one beer when I get home. That's what I like to do. Uh, Shower, make sure she's okay, and sit down and relax with one of my favorite beverages. And so my order of business is generally when I'm ready to leave. And this job is about 25 minutes or so away from my house. I send her a text, providing she's still up. And I say, hey, I'm on my way. And then I put beer with an exclamation point. And what I have done is I carry a beer to the upstairs refrigerator. And when I say beer, she knows to open the door, take the beer out, and let it set out because I like to have it set out for about a half an hour. And so that's been sort of the, I guess, the operation that we functioned with. Well, the night I lost, the the day I lost the client and the day that all the firings were taking place and just the overall general mood of things was rather dark. And those four people just wouldn't leave. Like they just wouldn't get the hint that I and the manager were just really pretty much just waiting for them to leave. The kitchen had already closed. In fact, the whole kitchen staff had already done their cleaning already. And of course, I kept saying to myself, I just want to go home. I worked all day here in the studio and I worked all evening at the restaurant and I had worked all evening at the restaurant the night before so I was tired and I just wanted to go and finally they did leave those four people finally said you know what we should probably let you get home and I mumbled to myself that would be a really really good idea so I did all my mopping and I did all my cleaning up and I took the garbage out and I cleaned the restrooms and I clocked out and I got my car and with my jacket on and I ran to the car. I sent her a text and I said, I'm on my way. And I got in the car and I was driving and I got on the road for about 15 minutes. And I realized that I'd forgotten to text beer with an exclamation point. I thought, oh, I forgot. It's got to set out. I can't drink it directly cold out of the refrigerator. It's just my thing and it's not what I do. Now it's 20 till 1. I'm going to be up till 2.30 or 3 o'clock and I have to work in the studio 
the next morning. So I finally got home through the flurries and the oncoming wacky weather. And I walked upstairs and I turned the corner and on the counter was my beer. There was my beer. And my wife said, look what I put out for you. And I was just so thankful for something as dumb as a beer waiting out for me that my wife remembered to take it out because I had neglected to remind her. And after just a really crummy couple of days, I was just really grateful. (laughs) that she had remembered to put that beer out so that I could enjoy it after a long day. During this past year, and really far longer than 2019, during this journey of trying to figure out the best path forward after her diagnosis and really encountering a lot of just a lot of events that just would never have occurred five years ago. It was this this little bright spot and it made the whole day worth it. Not just the beer but the victory of of having her recall to do it without me having to remind her. And it was just not only a beautifully tasting beer, but it was a wonderful moment of gratitude. It's tough to find the spaces sometimes amidst all the crap that goes on in our lives to find the little glimmer of space, a little glimmer of light. It might be somebody saying something to you, someone who's normally a pain in the rump, who says something nice or compliments you on something, something out of the blues, somebody who speaks. A lot of times at this restaurant, I run into people, they just don't talk. And someone who normally doesn't talk maybe says something to you. Seeing someone who you haven't seen in a long time or someone who just pops out of the blue to say, you know, I was thinking about you and just wanted to see how you were doing. These are these little glimmers that somehow pop up and make us feel even more grateful about the things that happen in our lives. Because it's not all Facebook material. It's not all new jobs. It's not all new clients. It's not all 
announcing your engagement. I mean, these are big, hearty, heavy events that for many of us don't occur often. Some of them never occur. So today in the gratitude journal, I'm writing down beer. Just one single solitary beer that looks as good in the bottle as it did in my glass. So look for the glimmer. Find the glimmer amongst the amongst the gunk. I'm Matthew. Thanks for checking in on the Gratitude Journal podcast. <laughs>